Bhagavad Gita is a book of mankind's collected experience of and answers to life's most basic questions. Who I am? From where do I come? What is my purpose and destiny? And most practically, how do I find happiness? These podcasts originate in the lectures of Neil Bhatt, a disciple of Swami Chinmayananda. They are presented here in 20 to 30 minute segments, each covering three of the Gita's 701 verses. Welcome to Gita Wisdom for Daily Living. We are now discussing Chapter 1, Arjuna Visadi Yoga, Yoga of Arjuna's Grief. So in the first 18 verses, we have seen what is the situation with Dhritarashtra and what is the situation with Duryodhan and how Bhishma reacted and how the Pandavas reacted. So what we are basically seeing here is Anytime someone speaks, we can see his mental state. Unless somebody speaks, we will not know what's going on. So up till now we have seen the very first verse, we have seen Dhritarashtra state of mind. The Dhritarashtra state of mind is Mamakaha Pandavaha. It's that simple. His world is divided between mind and other. Even his own brother's children who he has raised, he does not consider them to be mine. So we know now that this division in our mind about this duality of I and mine in the world which is outside of me creates the conflict. All the conflicts as we have discussed are there because of this sense of duality and then not following our own dharma. Had Dhritarashtra followed his dharma, we wouldn't have this war. So Bhagwan Vedivyas is now painting the picture of how different people are situated in this Mahabharata. As we have heard many times before, that all the characters and situations that we encounter in life are already there in the Mahabharata. It is said that if it is not in Mahabharata, it is not worth even knowing or mentioning. So the situation we encounter in our life are already somewhere depicted in Mahabharata. So here up till now we have seen that first Dhritarashtra said what he wanted to say and we now know that his world is divided into mine and Pandavas. That's how he saw the world. Then we have seen Sanjaya narrating what's happening in the battlefield. Sanjay was the most loyal advisor to Dhritarashtra. He will obviously will never go against Dhritarashtra or anything that will hurt Dhritarashtra. He was so loyal, as we know from Mahabharata, that even when Dhritarashtra left for the forest after Mahabharata war, Sanjay went with him. He was there till they were caught into the forest fire. And I think Dhritarashtra asked him to leave. So he leaves and saves himself. But Dhritarashtra and Gandhari decided they are not going to leave. There. So he was there till the end of his life. But the Sanjay was not the yes man. As somebody said, if you hire the next guy, don't hire a yes man, or there you will be in trouble. So Sanjay was a loyal advisor, but not a yes man. So therefore, he gave the narration of what's happening as he saw. So as we have seen, the first he says how the Duryodhan acted in that situation. He was nervous. He wasn't all confident. He was evaluating what is the strength of each army and whether it is good enough or not good enough. And then we have seen 
that Bhishma declared the war and Pandavas responded. But the leader of the Pandavas responding was not one of the general, but Madhava himself. The Krishna himself responded first. Krishna had already decided there is no other way but to fight this war to settle the score. So Krishna responded and all Pandavas followed enthusiastically. So you can see that the Pandavas were enthusiastic and confident about their own ability and in their cause. It also gives us an indication as long as you are sure about the cause of your pursuits, you will be confident. And then we have seen the reaction from Kaurava's side, which Sanjaya narrates. It's not that we are adding anything here. But he never said anything about what happened to the Pandava's side. He only said what's happened on the Dhritarashtra's side. And he said this great sound which reverberated between the earth and the sky made the hearts of the people in Dhritarashtra's army shiver. He didn't say that for the Pandavas. Giving indication that if you are not sure about your cause, any obstacle will make you unsettled. You will not be then sure about whether it is the right thing to do or not. On Pandava's side, Sanjay has not given that indication. He saw only the enthusiastic response to Bhishma's call for the war. So we can take few takeaways from here. As long as you are sure about your pursuits, no matter what the obstacle would be, you will be confident about it. And you will pursue your path towards your goal. If you are not sure, even the smallest obstacle will make you rethink whether it is the right thing to do. Am I really putting my energy in the right place? Will I be able to win this situation? Bhagwan Vedvyas, through Sanjaya's narration, is painting this picture of how things work when we are facing this battle of life. After everyone has expressed their opinion by blowing their own conch, then in life, each one has to have their own opinion, no matter what other people have said. Sankhan, Dadmuhu, Prithak, Prithak. Each one has to say, I support it, I support it, or I don't support it. So one who is not saying anything, we know that he's on the fence. But each one gives their own opinion that I support this pursuit on Pandava's side. We have not seen that on Kaurava's side. Sanjay wants to give the correct report to Dhritarashtra because he is the king. And maybe Bhagwan Vedvyas had a little bias because Bhagwan Vedvyas in the beginning wanted to stop this war by convincing Dhritarashtra in the last ditch efforts, but it obviously did not work. So with that, Saghoso Dhartrarashtranam Rudayani Vradarayat Nabhascha Prutrimimcha Eva Tumuloho Vyanunadayan. That sound which reverberated between the sky and the earth made the hearts of the Dhritarashtra army shiver. Athavt Vyabasthitan Drustva Dhartrarashtran Kapidvajaha Pravrutte Sastra Sampate Danuhu Udyamya Pandava. Sanjay now focuses on Arjuna. We have learned from Mahabharata. Sanjay had this unique vision that not only he can see things, but he can also read people's minds, and he can see even things in this. In fact, I had read some, even though I have not read Mahabharata. That before this war starts, the Sanjaya's vision was tested by the Bhagavan Vedvyasa Dhritarashtra, one of them. Where Sanjaya describes 
the distant land which he had never visited before and the people and the culture and all the fauna and flora of the land so he had this great ability to see things which are not within his normal perception so now he is focusing on arjuna saying what is arjuna is doing what he is saying thus having seen the army of kaurava arranged in formation kapidhwaja his chariot was called kapidhwaja his emblem on his flag was hanuman hanuman was very devoted to bhagwan ramachandra therefore he said in any age at any time where there is rama i will be there krishna being rama's incarnation hanuman is always there when krishna is fighting a battle arjuna's chariot is called kapidhwaja thus having seen the kauravas army now arranged in formation pravrutte shastra sampade all the weapons are ready to be charged now danu udyamya he picked up his bow so now he getting ready hrushikesham tada vakyam idam aha mahipate ye sanjay addresses dhritarashtra as mahipate oh lord of the earth having seen that arjuna said this to rishikesha krishna and now arjuna watcher any time somebody speaks or opens his mouth we know what's going on in his mind that's why we have this fear of public speaking because as long as i keep my mouth shut you don't know what's going on what my biases are am i a democrat or a republican or independent as soon as i open my mouth or this day you can also see what channel he is watching you are saying msnbc or fox channel so up till now arjuna has not said anything he just blew his conch so we know he is very confident he is very enthusiastic i wouldn't call him arrogant i would call him is very confident in his pursuit and what he is going to do and his ability he picks up his bow ready i'm ready and capable and then he said arjuna watcher senayoho ubayoho madhye ratham sthapaya me achyuta oh achyuta locate this chariot in the midst of the two armies right in the middle of the two armies but he addresses krishna achyuta one who never wavers from his position swami ji reminds us here that this is the iconic image we have of krishna and arjuna in the chariot and this reminds people who are students of upanishads the parable of ratha in katha upanishad that this body is the chariot and the atma is the rider and this buddhi is the charioteer the mind is the reins and the senses are the horses and the sense objects pave the path for the chariot to move the sense objects create the path senses are running on that path mind is the rein but in the hands of buddhi along with this senses the rider becomes the enjoyer the ego so the ego is the rider and the senses are drawing this chariot towards the sense objects 
And as long as that buddhi is pure and in control, the, the chariot will be in control. If the buddhi is not purified, it will let the senses go in a wrong direction. So here Arjuna tells Krishna that put my chariot right in the middle of the two armies. Why? Because yavat etan nirekshe aham yodhu kaman avasthitan kair maya saha yodhavyam asmin rana samudye. Because I want to see who are desirous to fight in this battle. I want to make sure that I know whom I am fighting. It's basically a due diligence. Anytime we have to go for an interview, the first thing my team members will say, Neil, did you find out who are we competing against? I said, I never asked that question. Because half the time they don't give that answer. You know. But we are very curious to see who we are competing against. You know. I'm sure Arjuna knew, but he wanted to make sure. Then let's see the very first day who are there. I rectify. Yotsamanam avekshe aham ya eta itra samagataha dhartrarashtrasya durbuddehe yudde priya chikirsavaha. I want to see those who are assembled here to fight. Wishing to please in the battle the evil minded son of Dhritarashtra. So we now see the Arjuna's state of mind, very confident, and he has great animosity toward Duryodhan, evil minded son of Duryodhan. He also knows that the people who are there, not because they're fighting a righteous battle, they just want to please Duryodhan. That's why they are there, because Duryodhan has the power, he is the person who is in charge of the entire empire. And they want to be in his good grace, in his good books, and therefore they are there. So let me see who those people are which I'll be fighting. It's basically as simple as that, what we have seen so far. We'll stop right here. Om Sarve Bhavantu Sukhina Sarve Santu Niramayaha Sarve Bhadrani Pashyantu Ma Kaschit Dukh Om Shanti 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 Hari Om Shri Guru Bhyo Namaha Hari Om